0: All right. Welcome back. Episode number six this time, guys. So uh, first and foremost, thank you so much for those of you that are following. And uh, for the first timers, welcome to the Dented Can. Hello. It's uh, me, Dave. I don't sound like me, but it is me. Trust me.
1: I have a little voice thing going on, so I'm letting John take the reins for today. Um, I thought... Uh, I'd open up the show talking about some music because we've seen a lot of music uh, lately. Um, You know, with Two Roads, The Hop Yard with uh, Mars Hendrick and his Blame It on the Dog, and then those two crazy cover bands at Joey C's that were cranking out the best of the 80s and 90s. Yeah. Um, Oh, yeah. And I started to think about how how important music is to life in general. Um, You know, we were just talking about how um, how pasta making it from scratch to you is you know you can relate memories both good and bad Um, you know I think people do that with music all the time you know what I mean and uh, I know especially for myself um, it definitely helped uh, carry me through a, a lot of difficult times in my life uh, battling addiction the death of my mother so on and so forth. Um, and it is very culturally, you know, relevant. Um, and like, for instance, to talk about a uh, a song called Men of Golden Words. Uh, it was written by Andrew Wood, uh, who was the frontman of a band called Mother Love Bone, who passed away right when they were about to really ride the Ride the famousness of that whole Seattle grunge scene. And um, in it, there is a, uh, in that song, there is a a, a lyrical course uh, that really kind of drives it home. And I should have wrote it down, but of course I just took screenshots, so I'm always just... Kind of uh, wing in here. Uh,
0: well, you're lucky. Your screen works. <laughs>
1: yeah. Uh, <laughs> here it is. Let's fall in love with music. The driving force in our living. The only international language. Divine glory. The expression. The knees bow. The tongue confesses. Um. It, it, it could be really, really, really deep. If you think about it. Or it could be just some cool words to... To some music, you know, it depends on the listener. Mm-hmm. And that goes to uh, this blog uh, written by Pete Herrick. I think I'm spelling that, saying that right. Uh, where he says that each of us has the, both the propensity to give gifts that are more meaningful than they should be. And we can receive them too. Mm-hmm. um you know, and i and I kind of took that as you know especially with this song uh the man of golden words it's it's you know the words really aren't golden, they can't be mm-hmm. because what might be you know intense to one person isn't, but we can still all relate in some common way, right it's the international language um be it heavy metal um jam rock uh classical yeah um you know and it really uh depends on the person's interpretation
0: i mean horton heat for me i didn't realize who horton heat was till i saw him and how many of the songs i liked and I, and it, you know like marinate uh marinate that meat the lines and like so many things were <laughs> really funny to me and i'm like oh my god like eat a steak i mean i could it it had a funny and very emotional, but a positive emotional context for me. You know, like, a really just kind of could relate and have a laugh. And it was like, wow, yeah. okay. Where uh, Martini Time, another one by him, like, really fun. Um,
1: Don't bring the baby to the liquor store.
0: <laughs> right? like You
1: know? We all know you shouldn't do that, but, you know. Yeah, right. That's um, a
0: topic for a different show. <laughs> that's the midnight special. <laughs> 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 um,
1: yeah, um... You know, and music is, you know, again, culturally relevant uh, because it encapsulates uh, different events. Um, for people that are familiar with the song Jeremy by Pearl Jam, again, you know, a band very closely related to Mother Love Bone because after Wood's death, they kind of morphed into that band. Uh, the song Jeremy was about, a, I believe his name was Scott. Who actually did walk up in front of his English class and blew his fucking hat off Wow, and uh you know we you know for the most part we you know people we you know we don't experience things like that um, and or, you know the trauma that these students and teachers the parents you know that, that what they felt you know during that event um but if you really take the time to sit and listen to the song and and feel the uh you know, how the you know the, 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 the energy in the in the musical structure, the lyrics, um, you can kinda get that that intensity and that that, that power of you know, why this this kid thought and why he did this. Yeah. Um very traumatic Um You know And there's other songs Like um That new metal Christian band P.O.D. Out of California They had that Youth of a Nation Right Yeah Again School shooting Seems to be And this is You know Back in the 90s Before it happened Like every other month Right um, You know And it's These songs are a little more Easy to recognize For what they're trying The story that they're Trying to tell yeah,
0: Pumped up kicks Foster yeah. yeah. the people mm-hmm. Um but yeah, when we when we kind of think about these things like it's music can express in a way and talk about things that I feel like if we were to just walk around talking about these things it would be uncomfortable, you'd have political lens, you'd have you'd have so many different things, but if if I can get somebody to to listen to a song, to dance, to to jam, to talk about something, I mean unfortunately, I kind of think If you take Foster the People, for example, it's taken, you know, Pumped Up Kicks is taken in this context, and I could be wrong, but I'm pretty sure it's about a school shooting. Mm -hmm. Um, But it's taken in this context of, all right, sweet, we're gonna go bop with the kids and hang out and have a good time. And meanwhile, it's like, "Uh, whoa, 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 guys, guys, this is not actually what we're singing about, but... Right. You know, it's, it's... If it gets people to think, and if it gets people to consider things... Even if it's a little dark, I mean, listen, life has duality. There is light and dark in life. And this episode, I mean, for me, and I can, I can say this, I don't want to bring people down, but I do want to bring some awareness out there that like, you know, depression, anxiety, mental health, those are issues and they're important to to get out there and talk about. I mean, they are uncomfortable things to talk about sometimes, but listen, you can't go cry in the walk-in all the time.
1: Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. For me, it's crying in the back of the truck. Um, can't be driving down 95, you know, crying. <laughs> uh, I have, though, actually. When Tom Petty died, I, uh, I got a little teary. Um, which brings me to my next point is, again, how people and these artists become almost intertwined with each other. and They may never meet each other. Um you know for me uh I remember when Jerry Garcia Died from the Grateful Dead um it went from me and my buddy with uh a bunch of beer and other stuff in, in uh in the car um you know smoking a spliff to you know several several hundred people yeah. you know all their you know Together, you know, celebrating the, the life and music of this man. Yeah. Some of whom have never even seen him in concert. They just right. listen to the music. Um, you know, and it's not just somebody as, you know, enigmatic as Jerry Garcia. It could be, you know, Tom Petty, um,
0: Elvis. Uh, it, it, you know, it really doesn't... So would you say that some of these things are like communal vessels in their own regard? Like Absolutely. they bring about community, like... Music is a communal vessel. Beer. Like when you go to a brewery, right? I think that's more impactful is this communal experience surrounding us that we don't always reach out to or understand, but it's that connective tissue that I think makes us really human. The ability to communicate with each other on this advanced level and have some of these deeper feelings and... You know, whether it's how you feel about Jerry Garcia's music, how you feel about, you know, going to the hop yard at T-Roads, going to wherever. But these general experiences that are communal in their own right. Absolutely. Absolutely. They are communal vessels.
1: Um, you know, like, like the, the whole idea of of beer and, and, and bourbon is, you know, to bring people together. You know, it's something that you share with your friends, with people, um, getting to know them, you know, so too with with music. Um, I can't count how many amazing people I've met at, you know, wow, the hundred plus shows I've been to over right. the course of my life. Um, and, you know, sadly, I'll probably never meet them again, but I have that that experience, that memory, yeah um that that we shared that particular show you know together um and and that's you know just it's probably one of the most beautiful things in the world to me honestly is uh you know sharing that experience so that's one
0: thing that and uh i know i I recently shared on our page the whole idea of asado right and like We were talking a little bit, actually, this weekend to a barbecue truck. Um, And we we had this great experience. I was talking about how I used to smoke a brisket a month and I'm, I'm starting to slowly get back into cooking and stuff. And it's ultimately one of the big things for me is like taking the time, but particularly what I was thinking about with the asado thing is, so I used to know a lot more about wine and drink a lot more wine, right? And, you know, I don't drink wine as much. And, you know, various people have been like, hey, John, you don't really drink wine that much. And I was saying to somebody, I was like, you know what? I wish there were more capability and we were sharing wine more. And then I realized, like, well, if you don't drink wine, how are you going to share wine? Like, what? You got you to gotta expose it and it's got to, you know, if we're going to get it back on scene. And, and I just think there's a lot of people that work their asses off to deliver really great wine from around the globe. I mean... you you can get wine that's not expensive that's really incredible sure sure. and you know I mean you don't need to be spending $100 on a bottle $30 on a bottle even I've had $7 bottles that are great but again it goes back to if you're passionate about something and you can share it with other people and I think that's a huge component of the can whether it's music beer one of mine's cigars I love cigars however honestly let's be honest smoking's not healthy for you PSA (laughs) (laughs) We only live once, so yolo
1: <laughs> um, but yeah, uh s- I'm not encouraging unhealthy habits <laughs> like, you know if you smoke a cigar with a nice bourbon or whatever, enjoy it, yeah, enjoy it um, that's 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 the meaning of life um, and it is it and it does you know getting back to some music is uh. It doesn't have to be Reverend Horton Heat or the Grateful Dead or um, the Foo Fighters or right. Tom Petty. You know, it could be my neighbor Kenny Owens hanging out with his boys at Symphonic Bodega at a free show down at, at the Walrus or uh, Lake Avenue Project and my buddy Kevin Letch and his buddies. You know, at Family Night. Yeah, at Park City Music Hall. You know, where you're just enjoying some music, uh the hop yard with yeah. that uh on Saturday. It was it was fun music they played a mix of originals and some some right. cover tunes, you know, people sat around, they had they tried
0: different beers, they talked to people, there were people yeah. playing
1: games.
0: Just uh, yeah, just getting out there and interacting. I mean, what what have I said? Turn off the fucking news and meet your neighbors. <laughs> Put the fucking phone down. Yeah, like, there's so many stress bag things that are divisive in our society. I mean, literally this past weekend, I had the benefit of babysitting one of my favorite dogs, um, and honestly, I got to thumb through a book, and, like, that was really cool for me. I hadn't really thumbed through a lot of my cooking books, and I was realizing one of the coolest things about a lot of music now is everybody's sampling all these different beats, right? Mm -hmm. And I drew this whole correlation of, like, no, 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 you didn't invent the first sound you know what I mean like you're you're taking this from somebody else like I'm reading about grandma cooking so it's all the weird parts and it's like okay John um now for those of you that are familiar with the show Yellowstone uh there's a scene in which this uh one of the ranch hands serves a I'm a big fan of the show Yellowstone um so I'm gonna plug that a little bit but one of the ranch hands serves this dish called son of a bitch son of a bitch stew and it's a Texas thing. Now, <laughs> Dave already knows about this rabbit hole of me figuring out we well, can't cook each piece of the Opal in this at this time. How the fuck do I figure this out? So we may eventually end up featuring us trying to make son of a bitch stew and fucking it up or not.
1: We'll probably put that on a YouTube video so you can all get the full experience. <laughs> Except taste. It's the only one.
0: At least not yet. We're working on the smell of vision maybe. <laughs> but you'll definitely be able to watch us
1: Make fools of ourselves <laughs> While cooking Which is I think rather
0: entertaining Right To be honest yeah. with you <laughs> We may try and cook it live fire too Just to be that much more ridiculous but, uh. Bridgeport Fire Department Please be aware that <laughs> yeah. We may need your assistance <laughs> uh, But we love our firemen My One of my friends is a fireman up in Buffalo Big shout out to Buffalo Fire.
1: Only people crazier than us. to run into a burning building. Right. I'm trying to figure out my way out. <laughs> um. And typically hide. But, no, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> you know what? Sometimes don't take me seriously. Um, one thing I wanted to point out uh, also about the enjoyment of music is that you can find things that you might not realize are there and one of my favorite examples of this is the Grateful Dead song Jack Straw it is uh, it was written by it was solely sung by Bob Weir Uh, I believe it was written by Bob Weir and Robert Hunter Um, two different characters Um, you know No good doers out in, uh, I believe, Texas. And uh, it really kind of runs along the very same lines of Mice and Men, which Bob Weir had watched several times previous to writing this. Uh, And they act. I believe Robert Hunter did... In fact, say that they kind of were influenced about it, but they just had to make a little twist. So, without spoiling that, I encourage you to just listen to it. For those of you that have uh, read the book, fantastic story, classic. Um, Give the song a listen, and you can kind of find the parallels. And um, It happens in music a lot more than, than you think. Um there's a Led Zeppelin song that takes uh pieces from The Lord of the Rings. Uh again, a timeless story, probably one of the greatest rock and roll bands ever.
0: Yeah, oh yeah, I me mean, So, uh you know,
1: it's just these fun facts that that you know make you know a kid who you know may not be into the rock and roll but he loves you know Literature, it's like, hey, you're you're still sharing in this in this joy, and maybe you can find that crossover. Right? Maybe you could find, uh, you know, a genre of music that really just is rock and roll to you. Rock and right. roll to me, it doesn't have to be rock and roll. The music, it's. It's really anything that just ignites a fire within you that you know, makes you go, Oh man. Yeah. It's, wow. Whether it's glass blowing, snowboarding, um, I'm gonna be honest, we our friend who grows mushrooms, I'm gonna be honest, that's
0: kinda of fucking rock and roll to me. Uh, definitely super inspiring and in Ian Lane. I would
1: have never thought to grow mushrooms that I could actually throw in the pot. And cook and
0: eat, um, you know. And you talk about impact. I mean, when when we're talking about hyper localized agriculture, whether it's even aquaculture, you take people like uh, and we're going to give a shout out to our friend Rachel Precious right now. Precious oysters. She comes to your party and shucks oysters for you, and then talks about how amazing that bivalve, bivalve is, and what it does. I mean, places like Rhode Island they actually use them for their driveway. Uh, and it's, it, it's cleaning our oceans. Oysters clean our oceans. They've actually planted more in New York City Harbor just to clean our oceans up. So yeah. it's really cool. I mean, basically anybody I feel that's inspiring is kind of rock and roll in their own right. I mean, go build a yeah. pirate ship. I'm into it. I'm down. Let's talk about Let's it. Let's go. I'd, you know? <laughs> great. Uh,
1: for, for those of you who want to see how rock and roll things can be, uh, I'm learning to play the didge. Uh it's not very uh not very good yet, but um one day one day, maybe well
0: uh, when John and I form a rock and roll band. <laughs> My brother actually built that when he went on uh walkabout with aboriginal uh peoples.
1: Well that's what makes it just all the more fun to learn how to play. Is because it's it's genuine. It's not something that's um you know, fabricated in some factory somewhere. So, guess what? It's kind of rock and roll.
0: <laughs> yeah, uh, actually, the the term didgeridoo is a Western term. I forget the appropriate name for it, but Westerners are supposed to use the term didgeridoo. We, uh, actual Aboriginal Australians do not use the term didgeridoo. I did
1: not know they that. have
0: different wording for it. I will find out. I'm going to have to reach out to some people, but... For those of you that follow this podcast from Australia, if you guys could give me the insight on that one, we would greatly appreciate it.
1: And tips on how to play, because <laughs> YouTube is only half as good, and there's not really a, a, a market for didgeridoo teachers in Connecticut. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> More obscurities from the can. <laughs> well, that's
1: what the can's about. It's just, you know, we're having fun. And, yeah. uh, you know, if we enlightened anybody to listen to something different or, you know, try, I don't know, deep fried bacon wrapped chicken hearts.
0: Oh, yeah. Yeah. You know. Hoyo frango. Yeah.
1: Did not know that was a thing, but apparently it is.
0: It's <laughs> yeah. an awesome thing.
1: Um. <laughs> you know.
0: <laughs> Get out there and try stuff. Um, Yeah, I may be posting some linkage to uh, sausage recipes for those of you guys that want to try. And uh, we may be coming out with a signature canned bacon recipe. Might not be making the bacon ourselves, but we'll probably put a recipe for our own signature on bacon soon.
1: That would be really cool because (laughs) who doesn't like bacon? Yeah, right? So did you uh, have anything you wanted to talk about or did we kind of...
0: I mean, I I think we kind of covered everything that's kind of been on top of our mind that we've wanted to share. Right on. So, if
1: anybody remembers the last uh, rock and roll trivia question, what was the Aerosmith song that was nominated for both Best Rock Single and Worst Rock Single? If you guessed that song from uh, Armageddon, Don't Miss a Thing. You are correct, and I kind of have mixed feelings on that because I kind of feel that it is both terrible <laughs> and kind of cool at the same time. Um, you know, because he, you know what you know when you're with that special somebody, and you hear a love song like that, you kind of fall in the mood. You kind of you get it. You understand what was going through. I'm guilty
0: of liking UB40, so I got to sit a play out.
1: until next time (laughs) and always remember if you dented the can the beer was was good. good